This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. So did you miss us is the question for a Tuesday. Welcome in after the Labor Day long weekend. Brigade, we appreciate you guys being back. Dave Sheriff and Matt Peralta, the Bostonian versus the book, Sports Grid TV replay live on Twitter and YouTube for props right now. Football season, five days of it. Dave, how did you enjoy the first weekend of college football? Oh, it was good. It was, uh, you know, there were some good games. It was fun to, to watch good games. And then there was last night. That was not a good game. So you have good, bad, and different. I thought, I mean, it lived up to the hype, though. I mean, all the way from Thursday night, yeah. backyard brawl start. Uh, Friday night, not so much. But you can't have every day be good. Saturday, great. Sunday, the Florida State LSU game was really good. Mm. And, and uh, last night, still trying to figure out how Clemson covered. And the game got onto the total, unless you had 50 and a half, then it got over the total. Amazing. It is definitely week one of the NFL, given what my inbox looks like at the moment. I think other people could probably concur with the number of offers. I think every sports book I've ever placed a bet at in my entire life is currently giving me an oh. offer of some form or fashion to come back and oh. bet them <laughs> every single one. Oh. I woke up this morning and I was like, wow, it must be the NFL because they all are bonus offer, sign up this, come back this. It's quite, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so it's oh, week one of the man. NFL. We are officially underway here with the Thursday night game coming up for the Bills and the Rams. It's an interesting time. <laughs> Those email addresses are quite valuable to the books. And they get access to their players. So it just welcome don't stop. I don't that's the bad part. It don't stop. I mean, it well, keeps coming and, and they're not it's funny because in the book, like literally, it's like, oh, finally, like the games are here. We just want to talk about the games because we put up the numbers in May, June. Right. I mean, like, when was the draft? April? Yep. Week one numbers were up. The season games were up in one or two places in the country. Like it's finally here to just play the games. So yeah, that's good. I mean, there's no college Thursday. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we'll talk about college Friday, right. With, with the look ahead to the weekend, but I mean, we'll, we'll be able to review some today and then look ahead. So good. There's, there's a lot to talk about. Mm. It's interesting too, because the first, and you would know this more being behind the counter, but according to the research that I've read and talked to people, basically that the first two weeks of the NFL football season is the busiest from a handle perspective of the football year. Fair. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty much the month of September, you know, with the games and then people usually get blown out 
you know, they just, they lose interest. They lose their money. Uh, what they thought doesn't come true. And then basketball starts and then hockey starts. And then it just, it diverts that money to baseball playoffs. Despite the fact that you cannot stand betting on baseball, you're going to be betting on baseball in October. I mean, a hundred percent. So yeah, it is, uh, it's big. It's a lot of pent up uh, mm. aggression and anticipation too, that if you're going to play it, you play it early. You don't play right. it in November, December. Yeah, it's fair. It does feel like it's the start. I mean, I've often made the case that, you know, week one of the NFL actually is January of the of the sports calendar. Like maybe Labor Day is week one. This is week two of the sports calendar because mm-hmm. we come out of that that winter, which is the summer, and you get into the rhythm of we know what's going to happen in October. We know what's happening in November. You know, training camps are going to be opening up soon for hockey in the NBA. So once those open up, now we're getting into the NBA. We know college basketball is going to be right around the corner after that, starting in a, in you know in November, second week of oh. November. So then we we just go. Now we've got oh. football, college basketball, NBA, NHL, football play. I mean uh, MLB playoffs. I mean that's October. That's why I think I think October is the most incredible sports month. I love October. October's just, the best. October is the absolute best. There's so much going on. It's the most meaningful baseball games, and it's the most captive audience. So that's fun. You're into the actual picking games or looking at games or making lines with a little bit of knowledge. So the numbers are better. The games start to mean a little more. The leaves are changing. The the, the weather's getting a little crisp. It feels like that's football weather. So Mm. October's the best, and then – you get the start of the NBA and all, all the money that comes in on all that stuff, season wins, and, and it's the best. The The college basketball is such a daunting task. And, I mean, I have a feeling with your uh, your Creighton past that we're going to be pretty <laughs> involved in the college basketball. So the Bostonian oh, version of the book applies to the Patriots and to the Celtics and the, uh, to the <laughs> and Red Hawks. But we drift to the Midwest with the, the Creighton, and they're going to be good. I mean, a and lot then we drift a little bit south with Alabama in in college football. So, do we have to talk about that? Of course, hundred percent. Might be the best team according to the Westgate. It's the best team ever for Alabama. A lot of people think that they're really good. They are really good. They looked it. I mean, <laughs> they looked it against Utah State. I mean, that was my buddy whose Twitter handles Bama Mafia picks. Um, just said it yesterday in a tweet. Can we just skip all this shit and just have Bama play Georgia? Like, <laughs> is it that, right? Is that that easy? It's not that easy because injuries happen, right? So, I mean, when Tua got hurt, that derailed everything for Alabama. Oh, that's a good hat. Early hat change. It's a good hat. See, it's it's so funny because the Arkansas and Alabama A hat is so similar. The right? curse of the curse of little swoosh off that A is what makes it Alabama and not Arkansas. Boy, oh boy, you're really paying attention to detail. That's impressive. Oh, well, down there you have to, because when people wear people wear that hat and you have to look at it very closely and go, is that an Arkansas hat or an Alabama hat? And if you get it wrong, then I like it. Woo pig does not like being called Alabama and Alabama thinks you just called them a peasant if you call them Arkansas. <laughs> so it's like, I, uh, no. I never really heard that woo pig suey thing. Oh, it's so done. crazy. Like, what so is that? Pig. 
The pig is crazy. The actual pig itself is, a, they have a boar, a live boar on the field. <laughs> that thing is crazy looking. But yeah, Woo Pig Suey is their chant. Oh. The woo. And it's really funny because if you ever want to laugh, when Dana Altman was introduced as the new basketball coach, he left Creighton basketball. He went to Arkansas. He let, he stayed there for one week and then went back to Omaha because they made him do the woo pig suey chant. And it was the most awkward thing in the world. Oh, and no. looked, he looked so uncomfortable Oh he no! like a fish out of water. And he was doing the woo pig suey go Razorbacks and everybody in Omaha went, Oh, that's really bad. Cringe wasn't a word yet. But cringe was what everybody would have said today if they had watched Dana Altman doing the Woo Pig Suey. It's on YouTube. Go look at it and check it out. And he ran back to Omaha a week later and took over. He went back to Creighton. Little Consig is in the chat. Um, apparently, she's off school today. I didn't even oh. know this. So I just oh. looked down and saw some people in the chat. And she had a dentist appointment this morning. She got a doctor's appointment later. So I guess, I don't know. When I was in school, my mother made me go to school, but apparently <laughs> she's got her mother wrapped around her finger. So she's here in the chat. She would have said cringe. Was it as cringe as Brian Kelly saying family or whatever? He made that word a three syllable. No, word? because Brian Kelly forced himself to make himself into something that he's not. Okay. Went to Assumption College, the Boston dude going down South. Dane Altman was forced to do it because he was the coach of Arkansas. He had no choice. He didn't want to do it. He was oh. forced to do it. They did it at the introductory press conference with media there. And the media does it too. I mean, like everyone does it. It's crazy. It's like, yes. <laughs> like the it's, media this, does it? This is a press conference that's supposed to be for the media and alumni and boosters. And they did the damn woo pig suey chant. And everybody went, oh, so it's like that. <laughs> it was oh, like, God. okay. Yeah. yeah. Dana was like, uh, yeah, said, okay. And he's, his wife was like, you just see, I, I know I've known his wife for a while. And like, she, her face was like, where are we? Like they're from Western Nebraska. Like that, that, that they're, they're not used to this in the South. And it, wow. it, nobody was shocked. And I, one of the more famous moments of me on the radio in Omaha was when I got the text message from a media member that said, Dana's coming back. And I started freaking out live on the air, like literally screaming. He's coming back. He's coming back. Like I just like I lost. It was I was very happy. Coming like, back to Omaha. Omaha. Yeah. Yeah. One he, week. One week. One week. <laughs> one week in Arkansas and said, Yep, I'm good. Let's go back to the Missouri Valley Conference and stay there for four more years. And, and he got he was leaving. Oh, he resigned. It was at the introductory press conference. At I know. So he had already resigned. Yep. He resigned. Signed Bruce still delivered. I'm going to Arkansas. Big jump. Bruce Rasm yep. And Bruce Rasmussen. Yep. Bruce and Rasmussen was his, it was his best friend. Wow, yeah. And Bruce let him back because it was only, they, they had not rehired the replacement yet. So he called Bruce, his best friend is at the athletic director at Creighton said, I can't, I, I got to come home. I can't do it. Like I, I just can't do this. And so he left, went back, stayed for three more years and then got the Oregon job. And then three years later, took Oregon to the final four. So, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was a pretty, wow. I mean, it was four years later, but yeah, that's a okay. fun, that's a fun Arkansas story. If you want to go on YouTube, check that out. Speaking of the SEC, LSU, Florida State, you mentioned it there in the open. Crazy game. Somehow that game stays under. I mean, 51. Yeah. yeah. Extra point goes. We're tied 24-24. We're at 48. Mm -hmm. I'm at 51 over yeah. 51. It's a oh. guaranteed push. Yeah. Because there aren't in overtime, there are no safeties. So I see so three points or we're going over. Like I'm guaranteed. 
it's right. somehow that kid gets the extra point blocked. I mean, well, I, the only way it could not go over right is if they go stop, 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 and then they have to force them to go for two. A two wins it, and then the other stops. Oh, so you can get two okay, points. Okay, four right? stops. Yeah, but you kick field goals though. Someone, someone would kick. Of a field course, goal. that's what I mean. So, it's, yeah. it's virtually impossible. We four turnovers. You you would need four turnovers in a row, or missed field goals, or whatever. Or missed yeah. field goals, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right yeah. to happen. Absolutely absurd. But yeah, that was crazy. It was crazy they even got the opportunity though, right? True. Like, yes. Florida State one, Mike, sit on the Mike ball. Norvell, Mike Norvell not kicking the field goal at the end of the first half. Oh, that was yeah. a monumentally dumb thing to do. Kick, take the points, stop it. So he goes for fourth down, he misses it. Then LSU forces a fumble because they try to punch it in late rather than just taking. I thought they were just going to take a knee. It's like, what's the point of scoring that touchdown right there? It's like, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Just take a knee, burn the clock, and then just, you're done. Pitch, fumble, LSU recovers on the one-yard line. They have to go 98 99. yards. 99. 98. 98 what? yards in a minute 25 with one timeout. No problem. They're yeah. able to do it because it's college football rules. So they're able to get down the field. And then Jason Taylor's kid tries to get out of bounds doesn't get out of bounds, but they ruled him out of bounds and they had to go and replay it to say whether or not he did get out of bounds. And they said, well, he didn't get out of bounds. So by rule, the clock starts on the snap of the football rather than having it be a running clock, which then would have been the end of the game because the clock would have run out. They didn't have any timeouts. That would have been it. They would have run the clock. It would stop the clock for the first down, but they would never have been able to get the playoff. Like it would have had, it was impossible. Clock would have ran game would have been over. It would have been all awful. Back at the end zone, touchdown, bam, we're an extra point away from going to overtime, which I really feel like we got robbed of what could have been a really cool overtime. I mean, I feel like the ending of that game could have been awesome. Not that I had LSU minus three or anything, but it still could have been awesome. I think the people that had Florida State Moneyline thought that the end of that game was awesome. (laughs) You know, you could actually see when they were kicking the, the extra point Half the one side of the field goal of the upright cheered while the other half put their hands in their face like a face palm. It still almost went in, hit the crossbar. Yeah. Even with being blocked, it almost it still almost yeah. went through. Yeah. It was uh how it does that crazy. happen? The I kid fumbles two punts. Yeah. Two muffed punts. Yeah. I, you I, wanted football. You oh, wanted to bet on football, so you can't complain. How much more fun was that than to watch a nine inning baseball game? Oh my oh, goodness man. gracious. Not even that's like going to a, I mean, it's, it's like going to a five-star restaurant. I mean, sometimes the service is bad, but you're still at a five-star restaurant. It's fun. Oh, what a, how, was how a fun joy. was TCU Colorado on Friday night? It was fun. I enjoyed it. I mean, Colorado was live in the first half and then got the doors blown off in the second half. Couldn't do anything. Got killed. Yeah. Was that fun? Sure. I had plus 14. So yeah, it was fun. I lost, but it was fun to watch and see if they could hang around. So you lost that and that was oh. fun, but you oh. lost the LSU bet and that wasn't fun. Or no, was that fun. wasn't, that wasn't fun. That, that stung because that was a oh, roller coaster. Confused. I mean, it was fun though. It's kind of like going on a roller coaster when you have the flu, you know, just, you just not, stuff's not going to stay down. You know, you just get a little nauseous and get a little like, you know, <laughs> that taste, taste in the back of your throat, you know, it's coming up. It's like, <laughs> Oh, you don't want to, you don't want to happen. You know? Why are we talking about that right now? It's early in the morning here. It used to be where it's early in the morning. Bear Mullings Bear Mullings just checked in from Hawaii. 
What? This guy must be rolling with his bets because he's in Hawaii. He's in Hawaii. Talks about he's working two jobs and doing all this, you know, Good dice him, here and that, whatever. And my man's in Hawaii doing the hula today on the beach. I haven't done. I have to do that because the flight is not that bad from Vegas. I need to go, to go. I need to go back. I got to go to Hawaii for sure. I, I've been there twice, but both times when I was living in Mass, actually Virginia and Mass on the East Coast. Since living on the West Coast, I have not done the Hawaii thing. And I need to go over there and do that because it's yeah. it's flying. It's weird. The older I get, the idea of flying for five hours over water freaks me out. Really? Yeah, it freaks me out. I I, oh. I need to get over that because it's 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 a it's no different than flying over land. You land, you hit. Just the idea of like there's nowhere to come down. Like <laughs> at least in land, there's different airports around. You can come down. Like, what do you do when you're? Sully <laughs> took that thing down on the Hudson River, man. I, yes, I think it would be worse. Some plane landed emergency landing on the 95 freeway a couple yeah. days ago. Here, student, student pilot lost power. It's pretty good. How'd, how'd you like to be that that teacher? <laughs> you got a student pilot, and you're like, okay, let's go ahead and land the plane on the highway. Excuse One me, those- I have to do what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, land the plane on the highway, and nobody got hurt, amazingly enough. But yeah, that's. Yeah, my high school graduation present was a trip to Hawaii with my mom and my brother Doug somehow weaseled his way on the trip, but that was the only time I was ever there. So that was uh, you island hop or just stay on a while? Oh, no, we island hopped, we we did everything. We we, really did everything. I have never been to the big island. I want to go to the big island. I've only been to I've been to Maui and I've been to Oahu. I've never been to the big island. We packed so much in in that trip, but then I've never gone back. Instead, I went to, you know, I lived in Curacao. I went to the Dominican Republic. I took multiple hops around to some other islands to, you know, one was a, a trip for fun and the other one was a trip to like look around to see maybe where to set up another office and all this stuff. So I love the Caribbean. I love the beach and stuff, but, uh, Hawaii is a special place. I definitely mm. would love to get back there too. It feels like you're not on the planet Earth. No, both, of course. Both times, both times I've been there, I have felt so far away from everyone I knew. Like it was awesome, but it was like I really do feel like I'm in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> There's just nothing. Swear. You look out, you look out, and you're like, um, so the nearest land is a five-hour flight that yeah. way. <laughs> like, um, that island yeah. feeling is real. I mean, that happens, you know, I mean, it happened to me in Curacao. It happens to everybody. You get that island fever. Like, I got to just do something. I, you know, you drive four minutes either way, and all you see is ocean. Just see water. There's nothing else to look at. It's the same little things when you look left, but when you look right here, you yeah. see water. Then you drive a little way and you look left, you see what's behind you, the island, and you see water. There's nothing else. It's just everywhere you go is just surrounded by water. It's a it's a weird feeling. It's calming though. It's very calming. The north side of Oahu, where they do the surfing competitions. Yes. That's the most the most scared I've ever been in the ocean in terms of the undertow. I mean, it it was the strongest, most insane pull. It's ridiculous. Uh, I, I was know like, why people can get in that water and knock it out. Yeah, it's like this. Oh. I mean, just the the the, the 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 way the beach is angled down because of how powerful the waves are when it rolls over, and then you go out there and you're like, oh, 
so this is what an undertow feels like. <laughs> like this is serious. I'm used to like undertows in like Salisbury Beach, Massachusetts, in New Hampshire. Like this is not the same right. thing. <laughs> not even not, close. No, no, I am on a different level of. And the wave size is, you know, you're like, okay, these guys are crazy. You're getting can't even. It doesn't boat. even look real when you yeah. see those ten foot waves, fifteen foot waves. You're like, the hell, people are on top of those ride, and then they <laughs> can go down on a board. When the undertow in California is, you know, it, it can grab you. Those undertows at like Newport and Huntington Beach and stuff, pretty serious. And the Northern California ones, yeah, but the one in Hawaii, I just didn't even put my feet in the water. I'm like, I'm good. I'll, I'll just be right here. <laughs> well, I mean, I did not like Waikiki Beach. I, I'm not a very big fan of. It's basically like New York. Like I've called it New York City with a beach for a while it's like it's just not i wasn't i wasn't really a big fan of waikiki beach that's why i wanted to go to the north, north side what, really bad what you just listen you bash connecticut i'm not, I'm not you bashing bash I mean, I'm just, alabama it's, it's, it's the truth you I mean, if bash you there, the midwest it's, like it's just what, not there's so the many what, people the new york of what what does it's that new york, even mean it's the new york city of beaches but it's new york city with a beach because it's basically like you have a full-blown city which is literally across the street from the beach and so, like, you walk onto the beach, it's incredibly crowded. The yes. water is just, there's so many people. Diamond Head is down the end of, at the end of the beach. And Diamond Head's a fun hike. That's a, I've done a hike a bunch of times. And you go up mm. and that's, a, that's fun. You see the whole city. That 360 view is awesome of the entire yeah. island. But I, I, I loved, on my second trip, I had a car. And the second trip to Hawaii is when I was able to go to the north side and spend and really see, like, the Dole pineapple plant the yeah. whole field and you see yeah. what the island really is and get outside of the city of what you know oahu is right that that's when i and then i went to maui too and my goodness that's a yeah that, that's the feel to mm. do that uh clemson let, uh, speaking of island well island names we're just gonna call dju for this season can we make an arrangement can we agree quarterback for clemson we just both of us can't say his name Oh, can you say it? I say Ugalele, and I think it's wrong. It is wrong. I was on with Ben Stevens this morning. He said it six times. I said, stop showing off. Okay. We just say DJU. Let's just let's just call him DJU. So he called everyone out on the network on SportsGrid for everyone calling him DJU. He said, learn how to say his name. So he was like acting cool, but we I'll call him whatever you want. We don't have to worry about calling him much of anything because Cade's going to be the quarterback pretty I soon. I hope so. Yes, I hope so. It looked that way. It, it looked – the ball comes out. It's catchable. It's it's on time. I mean, the team seems to rally around the freshman. Like, let's go because that offense in the first half was absolutely disgusting for Clemson. Like, bad, bad. Bad, bad. Open yeah. receivers all over the field. Not getting the ball out. You know, it was like, well, the offensive line. I'm like, yeah, no, sorry. This dude's holding the ball for too long. He can't read defenses. I mean, this dude almost single-handedly has put Clemson back to where Clemson was before Dabo. Like, this this kid is putting, like, we haven't seen Clemson this bad in a really long time offensively. And Dabo is... I mean, I get it. He's a coach. He's going to honor his commitment to this kid. He wants to give him every chance to perform and do well. But if they were playing anybody else except Georgia Tech, they lose that game. Uh, Tech had so many chances. Tech, yeah, they did. Interceptions, fumbles, 
you know, penalties. I mean, they just kept on shooting themselves in the foot and then eventually the dam broke and then Clemson was able to get a bunch of points in the, later in the game and score, you know, a meaningless the block touchdown. Punt turned around everything. Huge. The, the yep. block punt changed the whole game. It if covered, they didn't get it that covered. block yeah. punt, yeah. I mean, it just it swung the momentum and started the breaking of the back and all the other expressions that people use in these football games and stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, so Clemson could take care of business, you know, because that's – you do that means cover to spread take care of business that's that's <laughs> cover to spread um i put the dolphins hat back on by the way because i wanted to finish the hawaii thought oh. i've said for years to the kids if we win the contest we're going to swim with the dolphins whatever Anyone? contest we were Anyone? in okay the circa the westgate the whatever i've i've said this repeatedly and when we got close when we were 31st that year, the motivation was, I promise you, when I go to get that big check, we're going to go to Hawaii and swim with the Dolphins. Have you ever done that? Swim with Dolphins? No. Yeah, they put you in the water, go out in the catamaran, and you swim with the Dolphins. Oh. Yeah. So Guaranteed? I told the girls we're doing that. 100%. No, no, I mean, like, when, when you when you hire the company to take you out, is it guaranteed yeah. you're going to swim with Dolphins? Yeah. You go oh, swim right. with the Dolphins, yeah. Even be. whale watching in like in Massachusetts, they don't guarantee that you're going to see whales. No, no, not in Massachusetts. I mean, they, uh, they, they say we're going to try, like we're, we're right. going to go out, but I've gone whale watching and not seen any whales. <laughs> I know. Isn't that, that's oh, ironic, so, but yeah. you have to deal with it. I mean, it's just one of those things. It's like, it's like taking know. Georgia Tech in this game. You know, you may, you may be there. It felt like you're there, but right. then you don't, you don't get there. I mean, I don't know. I see Dabo's hesitation. He's got a guy who has experience and has been there. And he's got this young kid who looks like he's actually the guy. Can't jump him yet because as soon as he does, can't go back. Right? He's not ever going to go back and DJ is going to leave. Correct. I just want to say that. DJ is going to be the quarterback of somebody else next year. He's not going to be at Clemson. There ain't no way. Yeah, he's gone. He's leaving. He'll go play somewhere else. But I mean, I mean he just, could do what Jalen Hurts did, DJ, and it, stay. Jalen Hurts was good. I mean, Jalen Hurts was good. <laughs> I mean, Jalen Hurts had a he stayed to compete because he was good and he knew that playing with Alabama was going to help him. DJU is not good. Like this, I've seen enough all last year into this year. It, he's a really big kid but he doesn't use his size the way you would think a guy of his size would to run the right. football. Like right. so, so if you're not going to complete passes and run the offense and be able to hit guys who are open, at least tuck it and run and use your size. He doesn't do that. He's really slow. His first couple of steps, it, it, you know, it's just not quick. It's, it's slow and defensive linemen can eat them up mm. and they do. It's crazy. I don't think, I mean, just from just watching a little bit, doesn't feel like he likes to run the ball at all. Mm. I really, really, it's yeah. the last resort, if at all. Like he's yeah. doing everything he can to not run it. So, without that aspect of the game for him, I don't know. They got him figured out right now. It just that was that was rough. Like I was thinking, how in the hell early on in the first quarter, first half, I was thinking, how, how was this line twenty four? Like mm. how was this this high? And mm. they can't score twenty four points. Mm-hmm. You know, but that defense is real nasty. 
nasty, national nasty championship caliber, like for real, real. Yeah, it's 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 a really tight, tough team to go up against defensively. They're going to cause a lot of turnovers. The offense is going to benefit a lot from short fields. You can just see they're all ball hawks. Mm. I mean, that kid that dropped the pick, the cornerback in the first half had my first half bet in his hands and he dropped it. Yes, he did. That stung because that would I didn't need him to go pick six. I just take the football away. Don't let them kick that darn field goal. I laid right. 13 and they were up 14-3. So that wasn't really all that fun. Stung if you laid 11 and a half. I guess Bet Rivers was the was the world low in the first half numbers of 11 and a half for Clemson. Wow. <laughs> that didn't that didn't get there. Yeah. So they're up, up by, you know, so it was laying 11 and a half. They won by 11. So they got hooked on that. So Ooh. Ouch. On that, on that number, so every number missed in the first half, 13, 14, 13, 12, and 11 and a half, all did not come in, oh, in, so in that game. That was a good result for the book then. Yes. Like yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was weird. I, I didn't think everybody kind of thought the same way I thought. I mean, I bet overnight and then I got up in the morning and realized Papa Bear from Props Arizona sent me a text and said, where'd you get 13? And I said, Circa. And he's like, okay. He's like, the world at 14 or 15. You, you, you got a good number. And I was like, oh. I was like, I didn't realize everybody. He's like, yeah, everyone's thinking the same thing. Don't screw with the game. Just bet the first half. Right. And that's what I did. I just like, I, I don't want to deal with a backdoor or Clemson putting in the putting in the freshman and the kids screwing up and playing poorly or whatever. And then, you you know, 23 and a half, 24. And there were some people who were on 23 and a half. Like I saw people, you know, people I respect who were taking the points. So that's why I was like, all right, I'll just take... I'll just take minus 13. I thought it would be 14, nothing at the break. I was right. close. It was 14, three, <laughs> or 17, three. That would have been great. Yeah. 17, three would have right. been awesome. And that, that right. targeting, I thought I might've got there because that targeting penalty right at the end of the half would have extended that drive 15 yards. And then mm-hmm. they put, they picked the flag up because they say, well, it, it wasn't targeting. It was the right call by the officials that it wasn't targeting. But if I had gotten that call there, then we were in business for a field goal to be up 17-3 at the break. And asking DJ to run a two-minute offense is not something I want to be hoping for. Maybe season. it's better. A two-minute offense? He didn't do he didn't do well with it. He was struggling. I mean, what the hell? I don't know. Like if, if uh, my takeaway from that is they better figure something out. If they're gonna keep playing and they owe it to the rest of the team and him to do stuff yeah, that man. he can do. If yep. it really felt like like there's a whole offense there without using his skill set. So I don't know, man. They've it was, got weapons all over the field. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's not Clemson. like they got weapons. Their problems are quarterback. <laughs> when you see Cade come in there and just zip, zip, play, run this, that, whatever, zip, 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 hand the ball off touchdown. I was like, that's the way the offense is supposed to look like <laughs> a little bit. Yep. Where was that? They've um, got four and five star players all over that offense. Yeah. And the quarterback, it just goes to show you that without the engine, the engine of the car, you can have a Ferrari body and interior. And without the engine, you're not going anywhere. Right. And you're not going anywhere. And that, that's a Ferrari that somebody put an engine in that thing and you're going to go. And Clemson will be a national championship contender if they have a legitimate quarterback. And that freshman looks like he's maybe not there yet, but he's going to be there soon. He can zip the ball around the field. Are they the fourth team in the playoff after yesterday? I mean, well, let's go on to the Pac-12 because what a pathetic and horrific weekend for the (laughs) Pac-12. Oregon gets dunked on and then Utah and man, that Florida game was brutal. Any hope, it comes down to one team for the Pac-12 and that's USC. 
That's their one hope of getting into the postseason. Otherwise, yes, Clemson can be the fourth team in. It can happen. And it's the same cast of characters. Wait, it's Utah's been. out because they, what if they run a table? They're out. They're out? I think I think all I think the whole Pac-12's out. out they out. had to beat Florida. They had to beat Florida on the road. Florida is going to be better than expected, better than I think, but Florida's going to lose a bunch of games. They're going to lose three games this year. It's so that that, that loss in week one is going to be, you know, they don't have another game on their schedule that comes unless they go at home and beat you. If they beat USC by double digits, maybe they can overcome that. But there's nobody else on their schedule that's going to be like, oh, wow, because they went in the non-conference on the road at Florida. First game for Billy Napier and you lose. Mm -mm. I think Oregon dead, Utah dead. USC is alive. I mean, if Utah runs a table, I, I think they can get back in the discussion. SoCal DJ said, I'm a whale watching expert. I don't even know what the hell he's talking about. He is or you are. I am. Who is? I am. You're he a whale said, watching I'm a expert because I watched whales in the book make plays. I don't know. Uh-huh. That's good. That's good. I, I like that. I guess that's, a good line. that's not bad. I guess that's a good I don't. Line. I don't know. I like that. Yeah, that's that's a good line. I don't know. But I, mean, I think what, that's. I think that's what he means. I'm not Cam sure. Rising. Like the, the, this is kind of how the weekend work went for me. I had. I was on the wrong side of a bunch of bad breaks. So Utah's got overtime. Kick a field goal. We're going to overtime. Mm-hmm. They're on the five yard line. Mm-hmm. I can't figure out why Kyle Winningham didn't go over to his quarterback and say, "Look." Under no circumstances can you force the football. You just, even if the only throw you make is if the person's wide open and someone said, well, he's, you know, he's a junior. He should, Cam Rising should know this. The coach shouldn't have to say that. I'm like, yeah, but maybe he should have because Rising nearly threw a pick earlier in that drive. Mm -hmm. He had been forcing the football for a lot in the red zone. You could just see it. The kid was just trying to show off his arm strength against sec talents because this is the game film that he knows nfl scouts are going to go and watch when it comes to scouting him either this you year think, or hold on year. hold on hold on you think he was thinking all that or you think he was just trying to get his team into the end zone <laughs> i think cam rising got off his game because florida was talking trash to him the entire time and he wanted to show off his arm and have the game winning touchdown so he tried to squeeze a football between three defenders and his tight end fell down and that's what caused the pick so he went for his number one target. He went for the, 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 you know, the, the Kincaid kid who was, you know, right there between three defenders and the kid fell down. He went backwards, tripped over feet, fell down interception linebacker catches it game over. You can't make that throw. You just can't, you just, you just, I don't care. That I'll agree with. I don't think can't he was trying to show off his arm or trying to worry about NFL scouts watching the film or any of that stuff. I think he was just trying to win the game. Um, it was a bad decision, cost them the game, and apparently the season because you said they're done. Like, well, not um, the Pac-12 championship, but for the playoffs, yes, Utah's done in my mind. Yeah, if you have a ticket for Utah to make the postseason, I think you're dead. Wow. Um, because look, Georgia's gonna run, Georgia just, un- just under. do it. No, because it's ten and a half. So it's I think nine and a half. We just need ten. Oh, well, Oh, was it nine and a half? Well, okay. Well, then it's USC, Florida, and they could beat everybody else. But that means they got to beat I mean, they Oregon. They were two and a half point favorite. They weren't. I mean, I don't know if they were fully expected to win that game. Like, it's a pick 'em game on the road. That's why they need. But it's why they had to win it because Florida is going to be a good team, not a great team. They're not going to win the division. 
Florida's not playing in the SEC championship game. Florida's not beating Georgia. Florida season wins going over. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, Billy Napier. I was he, impressed with that quarterback. Yeah, I mean, he he played. Re- and I was looking at, looking at their schedule this morning for Florida as to like where where they might wind up. Uh, you know, uh, let me pull it up. Uh, season win because, was like six and a half. Yeah, it's and 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 they could get there pretty fast. I mean, like if you if you were looking at a book that had a live for Florida, um, you potentially could go and so they play Kentucky next. Uh, but Anthony Richardson played. <laughs> I mean, his best game. Yeah, the offense looked so much better than last year. The team looked so much better than last year, but it's Kentucky this week, uh-huh. five and a half point favorites there uh-huh. at home. Central Florida at home, bad team. Uh-huh. At Tennessee, tough game. Tough game, fun game. Eastern Washington at home. That's a win. That's four. Missouri's bad at home. Should win That's that five. Mm-hmm. LSU at home. Kentucky, I mean, my gosh, why when we did their schedule, did I I I made a mistake with this? We should have retalked about this. What? They play six of their first seven games before their bye week at home. Who? Florida. Yeah. And the yeah, total we is have six over. We, we have I, over? Okay. We bet yeah. over. Okay. I didn't bet this, but looking at this, man, after seeing Florida, they're, they're gonna fly over six and a half because they oh, should beat oh, Kentucky, oh, UCF. Fly over, relax, fly oh. over country. Okay. What, you tell me else? this. They beat Utah. Yeah. If they beat Kentucky at home, there's two. Mm-hmm. Okay. UCF is three. Okay. Eastern Washington is four. Yep. Missouri is five. Uh-huh. LSU at home, potentially. They beat LSU. I mean, after what I saw from LSU. Uh-huh. Hell yeah, they beat LSU. There's six. Yeah. Bye week. Yeah. Georgia and at AM are losses. Okay. South Carolina at home. Is seven. They should win that game. At Vanderbilt is eight. Should win that game. Vanderbilt's a juggernaut, though. <laughs> and then at Florida State to end the year. Yeah, they could win that game. We're definitely over. I mean, we so did six it. and a half. They're the flying over. Nine wins is flying over six and a half wins. Injuries, all this other stuff. But yes, they, they they look good. That's I mean, it's funny because I was down at Circa with uh, Rob from beating a bookie and all that other stuff. We were watching the games that they had on Ohio State and Notre Dame on the center screen with the sound. Talk about a game that sucked. That game sucked. Terrible. Terrible. Terrible game. I mean, just just tough to watch and listen to and all this other stuff. And on the other side, on the left, they had Utah and Florida. Mm. And he's a Miami guy, University of Miami, you know, the U and all that other stuff. And so whatever. he hates Florida. Hates him. But me and him and his dad were sitting in this. I was I was glued to the Utah Florida game, mm. despite the fact that no sound, which way again, better game. Way, better, way game. better game. Way better game. <laughs> and it wasn't on the sound, which I like to watch the games without the sound on a lot oh, okay. of times. Right. Because it can just watch the game. Mm-hmm. And my takeaway was damn, Florida's got themselves a quarterback. Um that was Top a physical football game, too, man. There's a couple times inside the uh, trip inside the you know red zone, inside the 10-yard line, I think, for Utah. They didn't get no points. That Well, that that was, that was the game. We, we I didn't get the cover because of the fourth down stop. When they went for it on fourth down at the one and didn't get it, that was the bet. 
because that, and then what was the other one? Oh, the touchdown that was a touchdown that they didn't even give it to him. Was that that game? Which was game? that the, they had a touchdown that was, it should have been ruled a touchdown and they replayed it and they had settled for three. That was the Utah Florida game, right? I don't remember. There's so many it's games. Like, I think it's that's just all blurring together. Half of them. The kids standalone games are great to recap because you watch right them and you can, they're fresh in your head. When you go from game to game to game, like I think the time zone thing can on the, yeah, Saturday chat, was game we'll, to game let, to game. To let game. me know if I'm if if which game that was that caused it not to go over. I forget which one it was. I thought it was Florida Utah in the end zone where they, it was a touchdown, and they said and said the kid got up and they ripped the ball out, and that's where they, they they ruled it wasn't a touchdown, but it should have been a touchdown, and they kicked the field goal instead. But Illinois. Illinois. Oh, that was Illinois. Thank you. That different. Thank you. That was that was the Illinois game. Yes, I got that wrong. That was the Illinois game. That was from Joshua Garland in the chat. Thank you, Thanks, Josh. Thank you. Yeah, that was that. that was Illinois versus um, Indiana. Indiana. That was that game. Yeah, that yeah. was a joke. That was bad. I knew there was red on the field. I just didn't know which red. Were. It was all blending together. But that was right. a really bad call for Illinois. I, I lost that bet on that horrific call um for the illinois game so yes thank you that was the illinois game on that all right kentucky minus five uh plus five and a half here how do you feel about florida at home i think they kill kentucky you think they kill kentucky yeah wow i think i i think this is florida at home you know how psyched that place the swamp is going to be so electric after beating a top 10 team in the first game for billy napier yeah what but about it is so much like Fact. Yeah, that's my thing. It is so like Florida to have a monster letdown right? and lose outright to Kentucky. It would be so Florida to do that. Yeah, there's a lot of five and a halves open that are four and a halves now because okay. bad guys are taking Kentucky, thinking it's a close game, and Kentucky's live to win. So two schools of thought. I think you can go either way. Um, right. And again, it's Tuesday, so we don't have to do anything. Yeah. Other than just do people's prep work for the rest of the week. So we can talk <laughs> about these games and you guys can take them and just, you know, use them the original thoughts as your own. But <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll keep an eye on it. Which way do you think the line's going to move? Uh, down until up. I think eventually it'll go back up. I think eventually it'll close at six. What's the bottom? Four and a half. Four, maybe. Yeah, it's going to go to four. It's going to go back to four, up. but I think at Florida at four, we swing it back the other way. I don't know how much higher. Yeah, I don't think it gets past five and a half. I, oh, okay. I, maybe. I mean, if, if it touches six, it's a boom back, you know. But these betting bots and all these things that, you know, move numbers, at least at the beginning of the week, that's all <laughs> the they're betting. doing is these betting bots is just moving numbers. So, How much do you hate the betting bots? Do you hate them as much as I hate Connecticut? I don't know. Honestly, I don't <laughs> hate the betting bots. I just wish that, like, I mean, we had a couple phone calls last week with some people, and they talked about they build bots to beat up, you know, betting markets. And the way they discussed it was so matter of fact. And I'm like, <laughs> it's just like it was easy. Like, oh, I had three four oh, bots going. Like, yeah. And I was, oh, yeah, really? I was like, yeah, I can't wait to follow up because I'm going to learn more about it. But it's people that represent themselves as professional bettors that have betting bots that just kind of, I mean, they don't piss me off. I just look at them like you're full of shit. I just can't, you know, so I don't mind the betting bots. I used to love, I used to, I mean, I used to trick them when I moved the numbers. I would, I would literally go watch this guys watch. And I tell the other guys in the room, I'm going to get this. 
I don't want to say the name because I don't want right. to out them, but I had two or three. There ain't no guy sitting in front of a computer on a Wednesday betting 82 times. It's a betting bot. There's no human being that's going to make 82 bets one day on a Wednesday. So, I mean, I was like, watch this. I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this guy to make a bet. And I would move the number. And within two minutes, they would make a bet. And then I would just move it back. So, you know, the bots are manipulating lines, but you can, if you're good enough, move the bots to get the lines and bets you want. So I don't hate them. I used them for what I needed them for. Take the bets on the other side. Hmm. No algo that's going to teach you that. There ain't right. No, there ain't no. There ain't no book. I can't get a job in a risk room because I know too much. That's, mm. that's the other thing, you can't you can't go work for a company when you tell them like this is happening, and they're like, "No, it's not. It's not. There's no betting bots. What are you talking about? Everybody just wants to do same game parlays, Dave. Anybody that does that, we'll just throw them out." All right, let me just go do content. I'll talk to Peralta every day on Boston University. The book then. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> uh, Alabama continues to be a first-half ATM. They cover easily against Utah State, so that bet is now being back. Hats. It's a betting favorite for the <sighs> sports gambling content creations. Creators like myself, we all bet it. We all got there. My friend TJ was in the stands We've giving me updates. about this for how long? Three yes. years? Easy. Uh-huh. Like I was telling you when I first met you, we were doing the college hit on Thursday. And you'd be like, Alabama first half again? And I'm like, is the sky blue? Yes. <laughs> yes. Done. Take it again. Better yes. book it. That's it. It's yep. nine and three minimum every year. Yep. You can't. 27. And they covered it. They, were they you sweating that? it? No. Not at all. I, I was, I was, I was monitoring it, but I was watching it, but I wasn't sweating it because right. they were crushing them. And it was just like, all right, make sure they, and I had my friend TJ was at the game in the stadium and he was, <laughs> he was sending me texts, beating the TV, the live stream by like a minute. So he would tell me, he would be like 31, 38, 45. Like he just went ahead and updated every time they scored, he updated it and told me what they were doing. So I mean, Bama covered the first half total by themselves. Remember, we were talking about the 38 and a half, and I was nervous what to bet. I was like, man, that's yeah. a lot of points, 38 and a half. I, I kind of feel like I want to bet under with that. And I was like, I'm just going to lay the 27 and a half just because I think Bama wins. But yeah, Bama covered that by themselves, the first so half total. More importantly, you, you buried the lead there. TJ was ahead of the feed? He was ahead of the broadcast, not, not the feed. Oh. <sighs> Oh, he was ahead of he was ahead of the the stream. I was watching the game. I was streaming the game, watching it, and so he was able to Were update. You watching the line, um, TJ was talking. Do you understand the value? We're, we'll talk off air. You no, know, I do understand the value of it. I, I well, remember we got to talk to TJ if he's going to be at the game. Oh, he'll be there every game. Yeah, his daughter's his daughter's in the Million Dollar Band. So his daughter is a is a I forget, in the I forget what Million Dollar Band. What the hell's that? That's Alabama's band. That's what they're called? Million dollar band. Self-appointed million dollar band? <laughs> Self-appointed million dollar band. It ain't That's enough it. to win every game and be Alabama <laughs> yeah. and Nick Saban. You can have called a band a million dollar band? They were the million dollar band during like the Mike Dubose era. So like they, it didn't matter. They've always been the million dollar band. That's been their name. So, but she, she does the baton. I forget what they're called. The Bama Ets or Bama. 
forget what they're called. How do you how do you forget this? I'm sure you were. I don't at know what the what the, what the what the what the, what the, what the she, she's one of the ones that does the batons like that. She does. She throws in the air and no, no, nope. no, they had their own separate their own category. You know how the games they kept on showing the LSU band, but they have different people in the band who wear different uniforms. Yes, so color coded. Yes, so each one of those people are on their own individual team. They're they're named something separate. The tryouts are different. The criteria is different. They're all different. So same thing with Alabama's band. I must go to a game there and experience <laughs> this whole thing. I have to. It's see wild. This. It's it's pretty. It's. I mean, you you, you coming people, from Penn State I'm will good. have a pretty good feel for it. Yeah. Just because you've seen a lot of people, a lot of people in the Big Ten who like have gone to games at Kinnick. Yeah. Will go like their whole lives. We'll go to an SEC game and go, "What the bleep did I just watch?" Like it blows their. Oh yeah. Back. They're just like, this is so, it's just the line. It means more. It It's the best tagline. In sports, oh, I, I, think. I killed it with that tweet, with that picture. Gumpy tweeted something with Brian Kelly making the face, yeah. but he didn't caption it. It just was Brian Kelly. So I retweeted it with, <laughs> it's the SEC. It just means more. And him making that face. Yeah. And it got a ton of views. Uh, Major at. Matthew, is that the term? Oh, that, that could th- be it. Majorette, that could be it. Majorette, I think it's a Bamarette, though. I think they call it a Bamarette. I mean, they fucking change everything they do. Like, <laughs> I think like, it's the it's band. It's the Bamarette. It's the yeah. Ramajama song, all this oh, other stuff. Hearing Ramajama in person after a big win is really fun, especially if you're on the field, but it's really fun. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's the full-throated like there's just nothing like it, man. Just it's, it was the most fun five years of my life. I mean, just going to every Alabama game for work home and away, even when they sucked, it was just, it was so freaking fun. Should that, my first Bama game be a home or away game? Home game. hundred percent home game. Yes. Cause we got a but guy that wants to bring us down there for the Grove for the game. You, you, well, you're not going to a, see going to that. You're not going to an Alabama game. It doesn't matter who Ole Miss is playing. You're going to the Grove. It's really cool. when Bama's there, but you could go to an Ole Miss game when they play Southern Miss. Well, I don't want to do that. Really well, it's still really fun. It's still the Grove. So like you're going to Ole Miss to experience Ole Miss. You're not going to an Alabama game. That's not a Bama game. That's an Ole Miss game. So you, so like just Bama happens to be playing there. It makes it more important. It's a bigger game. It's more fun to see Bama as a team this year in person because most likely that game is going to have 150 points being scored in it. It's going to be ridiculous. Right. But I I mean, personally, the Ole Miss experience is something you have to do. It's just the Grove is unlike anything else in college football. But Alabama is. (laughs) Oxford's fun. They call it Hemingway Stadium, right? Something something Hemingway Stadium is, is where all misplaced. Crimsonettes, by the way. Mikey Awesome is on it. The Crimsonettes. Look at there we go. <laughs> Look at him pointing like bam, I got it. That's it. Thank He's you, right. Mikey Awesome. Crimsonettes. I knew it was Bamarettes, Crimsonettes. It was some name like that. So, like, there you go. Boroff so said that Al- Alabama has the best band in the country. Take it from the guy who played the horns. I mean, I mean, and, that's why they called themselves a million just, It's huge. It's so good. For that, the band is uh, so freaking big. I mean, it's enormous and it's so loud during Penn the games. State Blue Band has to be near the top of the list in the country. It's gigantic. 
and it's loud and it's everything you're describing. I don't know. It's funny because Purdue's, if I think of it's, Big Ten bands, Purdue's band comes to mind fast. But over Ohio State, Wisconsin, and Penn Big Damn State? Drum, man. The Big Damn Drum. <laughs> I love that thing. <laughs> I love, I love Purdue's band. The Big Damn Drum. I love that thing. That thing's awesome. Man, oh Huge man. freaking thing. There's like bang, 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 and bang. And I love that thing. I don't like the Ohio State dotting the eye. Is that really wrong to say? I don't like it. I don't think it's cool at all. The it's, guy, scorched, I, it's scorched earth with you. You just I, don't like not, anybody. It's I'm unbelievable. Saying, I'm asking, How do you not I'm, like that? I'm not being I'm not being rude. I'm just asking a question. Is it wrong of me to not like? I don't like the dude running with his head back. I don't like that. I I the script. Is cool. Dotting of the eye is not, it's just not cool. Of all college football, like, like I've been all over the country and I've seen all types of college football rivalries and all types of college football traditions. And I think the dotting of the eye is kind of dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I just, am I wrong? Damn it. I mean, we're not even going to get to go to Columbus. I mean, well, I, but they, what the they, hell? They can let me in for that. I mean, CJ, <sighs> their office looked like garbage, but like, like, but, I mean, he did. Let's, let's be frank. Where was that high flying Ohio State going to score forty a game offense? Woo. He did. Mm-mm. That was that was not that was not that was not good. Now, was but, that because Notre Dame's better than people think? Very possible. Yep. Marcus I mean, they Freeman are the fifth ranked team in the country. Or they were the fifth ranked team in the country. Yeah, they, they, defensively, the they were. I mean. The injury to the receivers wasn't good, but even without, the, I mean, they got players all over the field that couldn't. I don't know what that was. That was a team. I felt like that was a team that thought that they were going to play a cupcake and they saw Notre Dame <laughs> and the Irish had other ideas and they were reading their own press clippings. Like this is going to be an easy walk in the park. That's why I didn't bet it. I didn't bet it because there was something funky about that game. I was like, I don't like this. It feels like Ohio state should kill them, but I don't trust this. Like the books weren't moving the number. It wasn't, you know, I, I was like, Irish plus 17 feels like it's really live and I couldn't stomach it. So I'm like, I'm just not betting this game. I just stayed. I didn't have a, th- a thing on it for that reason. And I'm glad There's that I did. There's a lot didn't. of people um, on gambling Twitter and professionals that were saying that a couple games were square dogs and like, you know, all this stuff. Like you hear all these words. I mean, SoCal had a great like thread or tweet or something that I saw and I've said this for years. It's just that, I mean, nobody knows shit. I mean, it's just, it, it is real. But people took Notre Dame plus 17 and claimed that they won and all this other stuff. And they also took Oregon plus 17 and got smoked. You saw two different teams with preseason expectations to be in a playoff in Georgia who looked like we might as well punch their ticket. And Ohio State, who's the first crack in the armor going, wait a second, if they don't get in, now who else gets in? Because we're not the only show, we'll be the first, but we're not the only show that will be talking about Ohio State and whether they're even going to win the Big Ten Mm -hmm. because of Michigan and the way they looked and all this other stuff. So it's overreaction week. Um, Ohio State's – I don't even like Ohio State. I'm a Penn State guy, but I think the dotting of the I is cool. Okay. It's very Big Ten. I mean, it kind of is, but I mean, it's very Big Ten. You want to talk about bands? You got to look at like the 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 Grambling band and all that, the battle of the bands and all that stuff. Like you can't compare these other bands. 
Fair. Like those bands, those bands can play. But the, I mean, Alabama's band can play. That band can play. Well, there's a lot of bands that can play. I mean, that, wow. that, that I, I'm, I'm very interested to see that. The band, we used to sit Tennessee at the Penn oh. State games with the band right next to you. Like, that's it's, fun. Wow. Is that's it fun? fun? No, it's, it's horrible. not fun. You can't talk, you can't do anything. The yeah, the only band sure. I re, only band I seriously did I dislike Tennessee's band tremendously. Why well, they just when they're rolling, they just play that Rocky Top. Over. What do you mean when they're rolling? All they fucking play every damn game. Doesn't matter what, what they do. Doesn't matter they're winning, doesn't matter they're losing. It's Red Sox sweet Caroline in the eighth inning every minute of every game. Even when they're losing? Even when they're losing. Rocky top, rocky top, over and over and over and over and over. It, it is such an annoying song. I can't stand it. Rocky Top is awful live. You can, it's like, it's fun for like the first 15 times you hear it. And then you're like, can you learn a new song? Can you play something else, please? Can you like, can, can somebody open up? How about a variation? Can you do a little twist? How about a different like tone in a different key or just change it up? Do a remix, bring a DJ in or something. Cause it's so boring to go to a game in Knoxville really and you hear the thing over. And over and <sighs> over. And they all love it. And they all sit there with their creamsicle you stuff and their pom-poms and woo. Oh, they love it. Volunteer Navy bullshit and everything else they got going on. My God, 110,000 screaming people. Oh, man. That fan base is vicious. <laughs> Those people are vicious. I've seen some of the worst shit at a Tennessee game that I've ever seen in college really? football. Full bags of urine being thrown at people. People's car, people's what? car. Wait, oh yeah, they, they threw up. First of all, where do you get the bag of urine? So they, so with girls in the SEC bring in hard alcohol in their bras. So they bring them in pouches. You people are all fucking crazy. <laughs> Go ahead. They do start over. They do bring hard alcohol in in the bras. In the bras. In, so a plastic in the boobies, container. they yep. got the, the hard alcohol plastic. stashed yeah. in there. Correct. So then once. Once it's empty, once the plastic is empty, you have to relieve yourself in some way. So they will relieve themselves into the plastic bag that they brought the hard alcohol in. They will then tie it off and they will see an Alabama fan and they will throw the urine at the Alabama fan. Like a water balloon? Correct. <laughs> I'm going to throw up right now. <laughs> it is so, it is awful. I've seen Alabama plates. If you go to Tennessee with Alabama plates, I've seen cars flipped over. I've seen frats flip cars over with Bama car with Bama plates. It's crazy. I, now this is back when the rivalry was real. Alabama has won, I believe, eighteen straight years. This is when Fulmer was there in Tennessee, Alabama, in the third Saturday of October, meant something like right. really meant something right, right, in the right. SEC every year. It was vicious. You watch through bags of piss at another human being for wearing the wrong color team. You keep telling me this SEC, it just means more. You all need to talk to somebody. That's unbelievable. Well, you know, never... the you know the story that I told you about the dad who shot the son for taking the car in the Iron Bowl? Shot his own kid. Like, this is... I, this I've, is... Never, I've never heard this story. There was a so a kid came home, punk 15-year-old kid, you know, typical... Eh. You know, just a kid, Teenager. Alabama, Auburn on Alabama loses to Auburn. Cam Newton beats Alabama, shocks everybody. Oh my gosh. Alabama's losing to Auburn. This is horrible. Right. Right. Kid 
kid takes the car yeah. says to his dad basically like, i'm glad some iteration i'm glad auburn won blah blah right. blah okay kid kid comes back with the car steals the car not supposed to be the kid comes back in the car gets into it with his dad and his dad goes ahead and waits for his kid and shoots his own kid drunk shot out him, of his mind shot him dead, dead. shot him dead own kid like this is <laughs> this is the stuff like when i say like big 10 people hot. put football in the right place like big 10 people love their football but they have a life outside right. of football. Yeah, it's it's football. It's still SEC, football. Uh-uh. It is there is no there is nothing else. There's nothing else. It is football. That is what their life revolves around. I'm not I'm not kidding. At some point we'll need to relive the year that you did mm. as a young person mm. and we'll have to do this again. Oh, I'd love it. Cuz oh, now I'd with the benefit of life experience well, just so we have money now, we can go actually and do stuff. <laughs> it's, well, it's way right. more fun. But we can, we can video it and like you oh can my. actually tell a story of each place and what it means. Like I, I think it's a so go read the book Rammer Great. Jammer Yellow Hammer by Warren St. John. Okay. It's a book. He was a New York Times writer. He did for one year what I did in five. Right. He's got good stories. Yeah. My stories were all better. <laughs> my right. stories were better right. than his stories right. and his stories were good but my right. stories were better and yeah i mean it is damn the the rv culture then and even now i mean the rv culture in the sec is unreal and watching lsu alabama at lsu is something that everybody has to experience a night game in baton rouge is unbelievably right. fun and the stadium yeah. literally moves it's incredible, especially if LSU is any good, which I don't know if they're going to be any good or not, but yeah. if LSU is any good, it's it's super fun. But I brought this up because what's the high point for Alabama, Texas? I have two units on Bama minus 14 and a half. How high does this, does this go? Well, anywhere to touch 21 yesterday is gone. Okay. They're going to go back to it. They're going to, somebody's going to go back to 21 between now and then. Okay. Because... I mean, who in the hell is going to bet Texas unless they're getting 21? You can't get a bet on the other side after Alabama looks as good as they did. I mean, yes, it was Utah State, but they, they're they playing a different game, P-Roll. We've, we've talked about this. So. But Georgia looks like they are, too. They are, that's the two teams. That's yeah. I mean, they, they are. They're just that much better than everybody. Did you um, see that kid for Georgia, that tight end? That six-foot-seven, 250-pound yeah. kid that got playing yeah. tight end? Even he looks look. like a, he looks like Gronkowski playing in the college. Exactly. Like, are you serious? He's just running kids over. Like it's like that mascot game with the little kids. That's what. It's what it looks like. Exactly <laughs> what I thought of when I saw I mean, him. I thought the same thing. I'm like, wow, it looked like that mascot video. <laughs> like he's just like yeah. doink, yeah. doink, get out of oh. my way. Like I was like, how big is this kid? Oh, he's six foot seven, two hundred. How fast does he run? Oh, a four five, four six forty. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, how do they what? do it? Like, I mean, like, how do you, I don't even know where these people are, uh, how they're created, let alone he's so athletic. And I was like, I was impressed. Oh, yeah. Again, I, I, I just kept saying, this is why they're better than everybody. They got the biggest, strongest kids in the country and they go there and they got three or four of them. They don't have one. They got three or four, three at each position. And it's they amazing. have the money to hire the best coaches with the best facilities and the best right. training and the best food. And like, it's just the best of the best of the best. And it's like, Oh, unbelievable. So that's why they beat Oregon 48, <laughs> three. Like it's just not even the same game. They're nope. playing right. They're playing a different sport. So anybody going to go above 21? Do you think? 
No. Okay. So if you're me, you won't, you won't need to every time whoever wants, like if we were sitting there today, yeah, I'd be like, all right, watch this and let's go to 21. And then it would go bloop and you get a limit bet. If your limits today is five times. Right. I got, I got 10 guys. I still remember their name. I'm like, watch this. We used to bet sometimes in the room who gets it first. Watch this. Who gets it first? Is it P Ralt? Is it Farah? Is it SoCal DGen? We just seen who's paying attention. You all bet the same thing. We knew what they're going to bet. So yeah, we could go to twenty one anytime we want and see who's going to bet it. But it's not going to go past. I have two units at minus fourteen. The hedge for the middle. Do I bet? Do I lay? Do I lay one unit on plus twenty one? I mean, you're going to get labeled a professional better. Do you want that? That's what a professional better does. I'll bet it at different. I'll bet it at different books. I mean, I mean by the BVB brigade and oh, and the following, you're going to be a, you're going to be a professional better. Um, we just, I mean, I in if, July it was wrong. I I had wrong. my my people at DraftKings. DraftKings was at fourteen and a half. Vegas was at seventeen. Mm-hmm. It's the biggest discrepancy on a Bama line that I've mm-hmm. seen, maybe ever. I've I've never seen like that. So I was like. Hammer Alabama minus 14 and a half. Yep. That number is way wrong. So we got I got in really early. I never make two unit bets. It's the first time I've ever recommended a two unit bet on it. I said you have DraftKings two units now on Bama minus 14 and a half because I thought if it closes at I thought it might be 17, 18. I didn't know 21 might be possible, but if I get 21, I don't know. I think it's a good, it's it's a good chance to have them win by 17. It really is. I mean, it's 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 not a bad move. If you like your original position, you leave it. But I do if like, like it, to. If you like to maximize your position, um, you know, or take a shot, you certainly can. I I, I don't and think Bama can win by forty. I mean, it's not impossible. So you're giving a unit back by doing that. But is there any I, chance Texas even keeps this competitive? I don't think I mean, so but tuesday I mean, so we got time to change our mind but yeah. i certainly don't think so i texas has athletes okay they do and this but this is a former saban assistant i mean this team is coming into the sec like that was my whole point saban right. is going to send a message because he wants to recruit the best kids the next six foot seven 250 pound tight end who runs a four six forty <laughs> saban's going to want that kid to go to alabama and not go to texas so you have to destroy Texas when you're in Austin, knowing that in two years, this team is in your conference. I don't know. I, I just think Alabama is going to go there with a, just a, a spear and they're going hunting in Austin and they're going to just rip them apart all camp long, everything. Right. I mean, I, I bet they didn't even game plan for Utah state. They were running base stuff against Utah state and they couldn't stop them. Against Texas, I think we we see really what Alabama. I think Bryce Young has a. I mean, he had a monster game against Utah State, but I think he plays well on the yeah. road at Austin. Yeah, I I think you're right. I so I don't know. So that's why I'm I'm looking at uh, the one wacko line for the week is Michigan minus fifty and a half at home yeah. against Hawaii. It's phenomenal. Fifty. I did I did a eight in the box this morning with B Howe and he said fifty fifty one. I ain't never heard of a line fifty one in a football game between two F FBS 
right? I mean, how do you just not take the points at this? How do you not just take Hawaii? A JP, uh, a general principle, a GPP play. A GPP play? Just general principle play. You take, you give me 50 points in a college bleeping football game. South points at 52 already. Trying to They're laying it. Well, somebody's trying to find out what is the number. We don't know what the number is where somebody's going to take Hawaii. Because if I had you against the wall, I hate to use that expression, a gun to your head. Yeah. Which way are you betting that game right now? (laughs) Sidewise. Keep in mind, Hawaii lost at home to Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt, 63 to 10. They lost to Western Kentucky, which we came in Saturday morning in the mm-hmm. chat. Thank mm-hmm. you, guys. Betprep.com slash chat. I said this number is going to be a problem for odds makers all season long. Hawaii is not competitive. Okay. The current state of affairs is bad. They're still Hawaii. People still draw interest in their games. 51 P. Ralt, just like the movie Speed. What are you gonna do, Hot Shot? What are you gonna do? For my life, I, I would lay I would lay the points. Of course. Because but, you but, can't take but, Hawaii. I know, but but what? I still think if this number climbs and we get 55, 56. The total in the game is 64 and a half. Where's it at? Hold on. Uh, oh, the total in the game is 67 now. Hello. It has Hello. to be, right? You, you have to adjust it. If you're going up to 52, you got to adjust the total. Yeah, I mean, I... 64 and a half, 65. Wow. Wow. So, wow, wow, wow. I mean, how many points does Hawaii score? 10? Can they score 10? <sighs> All right, let's let's do it this way. Um, seven touchdowns or eight touchdowns for Michigan? Seven. So seven times seven is 49. Right. Start with 50. And they're and playing like two quarterbacks. Well, no, it was, yeah, uh, J.J. McCarthy gets the start this week. Yeah, he ain't going to play the whole game if they're up 44 yeah, yeah. Oh. nothing. He might. I mean, it's his game because they left Dillicate in for the entire game. The second kid didn't get one rep in the first game. I don't believe so. That that was the plan. Hold on, I gotta look at that. That was the that was the plan. What the hell is he doing? It's an audition. He literally said, "This is your audition. Like, go go prove, go win the job." Got, we got two co- we got two quarterbacks. Uh, let me see. Fifty-one-seven was the final. Um, McNamara. Yeah, J.J. McCarthy did play. He came in and threw four. Right. It was four for four for 30 yards. He played a series, okay. looked like. Okay. But McNamara played the majority of the game. They just ran the ball all over them. I mean, they ran, they ran the ball for 234 yards. Well, that's, I mean, that once you get up a certain amount, that's what right. you do when you're a football. You're not lighting it up no more. You he just came run only it. nine of 18 for a buck 36 with one touchdown. Like he didn't play great. He probably didn't get many opportunities. That's only 18 attempts. Yeah, more 50%. 50% completion, not very good. So I say seven, you say seven touchdowns. I say eight, right? They get 56. They're they're not going to stop unless they stop themselves. 
Hawaii provides no resistance. Vanderbilt scored 63 against them. So Michigan, between running the ball, maybe running out of time and only getting six or seven touchdowns, but that's the minimum. I don't know how many points Hawaii scores, Piro. I don't know. A touchdown, a field goal, or both? Let's see. Uh, According to BetSmart US, Alabama was minus 55 and a half against Mexico State in 2019. They won the game by 52, 62, 10. That was the largest spread FBS versus FBS. Mm, There it is. Okay. So, and they didn't cover it. Mm. I mean, that's sort of my my thought. <laughs> Bama was 54 and a half against Georgia State in 2013. They won 45 to three. Didn't cover. Chef Benny came in, said this. Me and Brad said this on the on the show this morning when we did it. The team total overplay is the play is the only way to attack this, you think? If you have to have action on this game. I think Michigan team total over because you can assess their score. But what's Michigan's? I mean, okay, so the total is 68, right? Uh huh. So Michigan's team total is going to be what, 52? That's the debate. Probably 49 and a half, right? So team total or 52 and a half. It's close. It's, It's the spread, essentially. Yeah. The spread is 52. Yeah, I, I would be more safe taking the points. I think if I had to, if I had to have action, I'd let this fly and take the points. Yeah, just on principle, like you're going to give me 55 points in a college football game when it's Michigan at home, <laughs> when it's Harbaugh at home. Like I don't put it past you know pleated khaki pants to lose this game. I mean, he's you know. Who the hell knows what happens with them in this game? Hawaii's not winning a game this season. Yeah, I'm kidding. But it's Michigan, though. I mean, we've seen them throw up all over this. Does themselves. Hawaii play UNLV? Um, let me let me see. Does Hawaii I, so. play, I think they do. I think they play them here, I think. I think so. Um, I'm trying see. to remember their schedule. Hawaii plays. UNLV plays at Hawaii on the 19th of November. Oh. Yeah, at Hawaii. They beat them last year. That would that that's what got me that W. They beat them uh 27-13. I bet over one and a half wins. They beat New Mexico on the road 31-17. They beat Hawaii 27-13 to win two games to go over the over one and a half. Wow. And, and that's with them losing to Eastern Washington to start the game, which I would start the season with start the season. Wow. I marked that down as a W. <laughs> oh my God. So the Hawaii win was a bailout. It was lucky for me to get that bet to cash. BetSmart just came in the chat and said FBS favorites laying 50-plus points a game to another FBS team are 2-6 and six ATS all-time. Believe it. It's tough to I cover. I can't 50. believe it's happened eight times. <laughs> I can't believe they covered twice. <laughs> I can't believe they, two teams actually covered that number. Right? That's incredible. That is. That's, oh, boy. That's, that's, a lot, that's a lot of points. Yeah. All right. One more college conversation. Iowa, Iowa State, Seahawks game this weekend. It's the only real big rivalry game on the schedule for like an interstate rivalry. Is this right? Yes. They think in Iowa that this game is on par with any other rivalry game in the country. 
right. it's not. Listen, <laughs> it's not. You bash Connecticut. You bash this. You just, bash this. They, you're not. You don't bash Iowa. I will. I'm not bad. I'm not bad. Oh, you want to bash Iowa? Yeah, you, you bash Iowa. Go ahead. Yes, do you bash. I'll Iowa. do it for thirty seconds. I don't even know what a Cy Hawk is. I had the Cyclone Hawkeye Trophy. Cy Hawk. Okay, you made that shit up. All right, that's fine. <laughs> yes, okay. Did. All right, and that's fine. This is not that big of a deal. Now, maybe in the past it was a touch of it. This is not a big rivalry. Okay. Oh well. In the scheme of things, P. Ralt, this is in the not, state. It's a big deal. It, it matters is, to one state, state on one day. I yes. would call Iowa flyover country for a reason. Ooh. Okay. Let's just put it that way. It's not that big of a deal. It's the second week of the season, third if you count week zero, which nobody does. And it's Iowa, Iowa State. Iowa is a three and a half point favorite, three to three. They were six. They scored seven points in a football game <laughs> with two and did not score a touchdown. Let's think about that. You're not good at math. I'll do the math for you. That means they didn't score not one, but two safeties and kicked a field goal to beat the South Dakota State Jackrabbits, who do have a football team, apparently, because they're a good basketball team. Yeah. Seven to three at home. Come on, Iowa. Bromel Camp, come at me. Let's go. It's not that big of a rival. I can't believe his team's laying points, P. Rolf. I can't oh, believe it. I'm with you. And it was six. You could have gotten plus six before the game against South Dakota State. Line has crashed now to minus three and a half. I still might take Iowa State plus the points. But the problem is, right, that Iowa State never wins this game. I this is a big brother, little brother thing, and big brother what? owns little brother's ass. Without a doubt. No, and Kirk Ferentz, like this is what's being, as long as he wins this game, uh, 69th meeting, Iowa is six is 46 and 22, including six straight wins. Iowa is four, one and one ATS in this game. Last year, Iowa was a dog for the first time since 2000. Won the game 27, 17. The total in the game is 40. That's incredible. It's the second week of September. There's no weather. There's no cold. <laughs> There's nothing. You you can't have a football game this early this season. At I mean, last year, I bet the under eight and a half wins on Iowa last year, right? And they won 10 games. And Spencer Petras played way better than I thought. That game that Iowa played, it's just one. I was one year too late. That was the team that I was betting against because oh. I thought their offense was going to suck. And their offense was really good last year. Petrus played very well at the quarterback spot. They scored 31, 34 points in their opener against Indiana, 24 points against Iowa State, 30 points against Kent State, 24 points against Colorado State, 51 against Maryland. Like Iowa's offense was way better last year than I thought it was going to be this year. Their offense is what it, I thought they were going to be last year. Their offense is horrific. I saw like three plays in that game, like highlights and stuff. I'm like, it didn't look like there was there was no receiver around. And I saw the incomplete passes. I was like, what was he looking at? I don't know. The punter was the best player on the field for Iowa. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's the truth. I'm, I'm, in, I'm not even being – that's not even an insult. That's the truth. True. Pinned him on the one-yard line twice, got twice. two safeties out of it. That's until they, they scored four points without those pinning, without those safeties. It's a three, three game, maybe going to overtime three, three. 
and and I mean, and Brad was making his pitch for South Dakota State has a lot of Iowa kids on it. Hundred percent, he's right. Okay, so he said that. I mean, was a big I, I deal mean, for them. They, they share a border, so like Sioux City, Iowa is Sioux City, South Dakota. So it's like there's they they split that city okay. in half. A lot of kids. They Iowa recruits the Dakotas, as is Nebraska, but a lot of the FCS kids come out of Iowa, South Dakota State, okay. South Dakota. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. what he said. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a big game for them. Huge, but it doesn't a, matter. It's I mean, it's a big game. It's but just they normally like, get annihilated, though. I mean, I know. The, I the bigger, know. the more difficult game is Northern Iowa, which who isn't on the schedule this year. When Iowa plays Northern Iowa, that's tough. That's why I bet Air Force to kill Northern Iowa because Northern Iowa normally plays Iowa early in the season, not Air Force. No tie, no connection, no interest in that game. I Air Force blew their doors off like I mm, thought that they would. That right. number at 15 was a mistake. Right. Northern okay. Iowa. Iowa. I, Northern Iowa's won that game consistently. Uh, last time Northern Iowa beat Iowa, let's see. Um, <laughs> da, 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 they beat them. Oh. Is this this is an under game, right? This has to be an under game. It's a rivalry game, and I take points almost always in rivalry games. Like I take Iowa, I take Iowa State simply because it's plus three and a half. And I would what if love Iowa to scores six. first. The in game for this will go to like plus seven and a half or plus nine and a half. I love Iowa State there. Yeah, you give me right in in game price like that. Yeah, I mean over a touchdown, I'm all in on Iowa State. Exactly. I think. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be. It'd be interesting to watch because it's not going to go. Like I don't think this one's going down. I don't think there's. I think this is the bottom. This is well. Yeah, you don't want to go to three because you're going to get a lot of people that are just. I think they're going to lay three and a half. So you don't have I to go to three. Fourteen, eight, and one against Iowa since 1998. They're only ten and thirteen straight up, but they cover. You at rivalry games, you cover right. So, I mean, it feels like it. Uh, who said that? Joel Omler dead 13, under 13 10 football game. I mean, I remember when I think I would be Penn State 7 5 or something <laughs> like that. Like, so here it could be numbers. any numbers in play with this because of the yes. Right, 27-17 last year. Didn't play it during the COVID year. Then 18-17 in 2019. Ugh. Then 13-3 in 2018. And 2017 was the anomaly. It was 44-41 in overtime. Oh my goodness! <laughs> right? I mean, this, 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 the this, last this. three times this game has been played, this, this, we have seen twenty-seven, seventeen, eighteen, seventeen, thirteen, three. I believe it was in the last nine games that Bihal gave me a great stat. I didn't write down who it was from. It was a guy named David because I remember we had the same first name. Okay, Iowa's offense has scored in the last like nine games sixty-six points total. 66 points total, something like that. Okay. In the last nine games, whatever it was, which was conference. I forget what he said. But the special teams in defense scored 77. (laughs) I buy that 100%. I said the special teams in defense scored more points than the offense did in the last nine games. He said, yes. 
I said well, Iowa got beat 42-3 against Michigan in the Big Ten title game. Smoked. Beat Nebraska 28-21. Okay. Illinois 33-23. Okay. Minnesota 27-22. They won Western. Yep. 17-12 against Northwestern. Right. Scored 14 points in total to, to Purdue and Wisconsin. Lost both those games. Ugh. But, I mean, they went 10-4. and four. They did. I don't know how that's possible. Man. It's crazy. But they just, they played really well offensively last year. And this year, it's, uh-uh. <laughs> they, uh-uh. They don't have the weapons this year. It's going to be interesting. Because, I, I don't know, I think Iowa State's allowed to win the game. I, I, I think I, it's always. I thought that last year. They got me last year to Cyclones, Cyhawk, whatever. BS crap. Yeah, I was on. I was on. I, I was on Iowa State plus four last year. They yeah, were supposed to be good yeah. last year, right? They had a run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was the beginning of the end for Iowa State. That loss to Iowa sent them on a tailspin. They just terrible. That they, they fell apart after that. Oh, they got man. exposed. They went seven and six last year. Remember there were Matt Campbell. He he had a. Remember it was a, it was going to be a playoff potential Iowa State. Well, six yeah, games. The quarterback was all hyped up, and then well, Purdy made the NFL back. roster. Purdy made the team. He's going to be on NFL roster. Can't Brock, Brock Purdy made an NFL team, which is like, what? You know, um, Niners, I think. Wow. I think, he, I think he made the 49ers. Hold on. Who did Brock Purdy? Uh, yeah, he made the Niners. Congratulations, so, Brock. That's awesome. Yeah. But I mean, he's, he's the third string quarterback for San Francisco. So the kids got talent. He just, they just didn't play well last year. They just, for whatever reason, things just didn't go well. He played well in a couple games, but then get other most of the other games he was just yeah they hit way too much. And they killed UNLV. They killed yeah. Kansas. Yeah, they beat TCU in the bowl game. Mm-hmm. I mean, they beat Texas thirty to seven. They beat bad teams, but like against decent teams, they lost to Baylor by two, lost to Iowa by ten, lost to right. West Virginia by seven, Texas mm. Tech by three, Oklahoma by seven. 19 and 11 in Iowa's last 30 games, regardless of opponent. Thank you, BetSmart. Tyler. 19 11, what? Straight up? Under 19 and 11 oh, in Iowa's yeah. last 30 games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But most of those overs came last year. So, I mean, they were an over team last year. It was crazy. They went against all those trends last year. A uh, couple of quick NFL stories. Mitch Trubitsky is your starting quarterback. Yes, he is. We said this in the summer. We knew this was going to happen. We told everybody this was going to happen. I was never worried about Kenny Pickett being the starter. Still not worried about Kenny Pickett being the starter. You can see the way Tom coaches. Um, So you think he sits the whole year? You said it in June. You thought Mitch plays the whole year barring injury. Mitch barring injury. But, yes, he gets injured every time. But True. But um, No, I think he'll play till the bye for sure. But if they get to the bye – and the pressure's too much, or there's a reason to, he could play him. But I don't think you got to worry about winning rookie of the year. I told you that before. Pick I don't know. Yeah. Pick it. Like, yeah. I'll let Pickens, people bet that. But Pickens, maybe. But George Pickens might be rookie of the year. Right. But all the picket money, people were betting him and they were, the, he was the favorite. I just said, yeah. go to 15 to one and take it all, take the whole market away. He ain't winning rookie of the year. 
make sure we clip that for when he comes in in week two and replaces Trubisky and leads him to the playoffs, and he wins rookie of the year. Make sure we clip it, 11.30 on Tuesday the 6th. I said Kenny Pickett wasn't going to win rookie of the year. He'll probably win rookie of the year if that happens. So So Wilson practiced yesterday for the Jets. According to Salah said he might play, potentially might play. Right. That's my question to you. Why would you play him? What's you the tell point? me what? why. I don't know. I don't. I did. They feel like they might be one game away from the playoffs, and that one game in week one might be the difference. Just using their logic, I'm not saying I agree with that, but I'm trying to think about their logic as to why would they rush him back. There's no point in rushing him back. There's. De- I mean, there is zero point in rushing him back against the Ravens, where he's going to get pressured. He's going to get hit and he may get hurt again. Right. <laughs> like, For let what? Joe Flacco, just let Flacco play against his former team, take the yell and move on. Like, just, yeah. Joe's going to get hit a lot. Joe's probably not going to finish the game against the Ravens. Let the other kid play. Listen, man, we're all pros here. You got to go be a pro. Zach ain't playing. Zach's the future. Zach's the whole team. You ain't playing against the Ravens, son. I can't see why you would even consider it. It has to be. It oh. has to be a a a a, a just a, a smoke signal, a smoke screen. It can't be real. This can't. This is just them trying to make them prepare for both quarterbacks. I can't see if Zach Wilson's under center in week one, game one, snap one. I'll I'll be like, what are you doing? You need not to, worth it. You need to think about suing the Jets for malpractice. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if if you're if you're throwing him in after that injury, and he's the face of your franchise, the future quarterback, all of this stuff, and getting around with all the moms and everything else. He's his fans. He's the fans. People. I mean, he's doing what he's doing. You're gonna throw him in against the Ravens? It's not a smart move. Nope. Uh, the Rams are solid at plus two and a half. This number just is not moving. This is cemented at two and a half Thursday night Rams hosting the bills to start the NFL season. Is this the closing number? Are we seeing Rams plus two and a half? We're never going to three because all the money's on Buffalo, but Rams are still plus two and a half. Anybody going to give me three or do I got to spend the buck 30 to get up to plus three? I think if you want three, you better go get it yourself. So or okay. you could play this waiting game of chicken where you're going to wait it out. They're going to make you wait. I'd make you wait. If I was in the book. I'd be like, I ain't okay. going to three. I know you want to bet it. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> not going to do it. Till when? Till you get so much money on Buffalo that you have to just go and even it up or what? Until Thursday morning when I come in and I go, oh, shit. Like, this is going to be leave a mark if Buffalo really <laughs> wins this. I better, I better go get, I better go get the money right now. And it's just it's just literally waiting. I would love to do it first. So I might ask tomorrow. 
You guys ready? Let's go to three, see who's paying attention. And we would do the bet thing again about who would get it first. And it was always this one guy. We knew he's, he was watching us all the time. Move it to three, take the bet. One guy in, limit play, back. Then it sits there. It never goes back. So if you see it and you want it, you got to play it. Because right. it ain't coming back. Okay, good to see. You, you want it? At three, yes. Okay. You give me three, I'm on the Rams plus three. Um, I may buy it, but I don't do want to have to. Do you sprinkle some money line too or no? I always put 10% of my bet on a money line. Whenever, okay. Whenever I take dog. a dog, I take temper. I put 10% okay. on money line just, That's just because. Right. More often than not. In particular, in the NFL, a right. plus three line, you, yes, you should take the dog. Yeah. 100% put some money down on the on, on money line. A uh, couple of quick baseball ones. I should have bet this last night and I didn't. I'm pissed at myself. I knew, I knew the Orioles were going to go off as a favorite today. They were a dog last night. It's gone from a pick. Kyle Bradish has won four out of his last five starts. It's good. He's pitched good. White hasn't been good. No. And, you know, to the, the Blue Jays minus 104 now. Orioles are, are, are minus 112 favorites at yeah. Fandle at the moment. Who are you taking? Minus uh, Orioles. It's not even a question. Yeah. It's against White. It's on Bradish. It's on the Orioles. They got smoked yesterday, right? They lose both games at doubleheader yesterday. I think yes, the Orioles crushed. Pitched. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, the obvious plays over too. I don't know if that gets there the way that uh, yesterday went, but um, yeah, it's it's definitely definitely Orioles today. I I mean, I should have taken it. I'm mad at myself. Didn't do it. Well, you could have taken even money and laid. Uh, or you could have taken plus money and plus money on both sides. Huh. I could have. Yes, it was stupid of me. I, I saw it last night. I should have played it, and I didn't. I'm mad at myself. That was that was done. Um, Diamondbacks have won 8 of 10. Figure that out. Huh. Kelly against Musgrove today. Musgrove is laying minus 166. <laughs> what is up with that line? Uh, you figure out betting baseball. I mean, it's hard. He just this is this is one of those ones where you. I mean, you have to do yourself justice and take the dog. But you know they're going to lay the favorite because the rating says and San Diego is plus and plus one forty on the dog. If you want D backs today, is it enough? I mean, Kelly's been pretty good. I know. Is it enough for you to yeah. bet the Diamondbacks? I, I haven't, but it's it's enough. It's yeah, hot. is it? You want more? I would love more. You always want more, but right. You know, mm. we'll see with that. Uh, and then finally, Gilbert against Cueto. Seattle still fighting for a playoff spot here against the White Sox. Minus one fifty, Mariners White Sox. You like Gilbert? Or like Cueto today? Game I'm most excited to watch today. Oh, the White Sox are coming. Mm-hmm. Ever is, since this, Tony left, hopefully he's okay. But coincidence? I know. Coincidence, Tony. Maybe, maybe it's a coincidence. Tony, tap you on the shoulder. Listen, go take a nap. We'll wake you up when it's time. <laughs> they just didn't wake him up. And now the team's hot. They're winning. They got this. They got that. Um, great series. Two really good teams. 
both of which I think can actually win a series in the playoffs, if not mm. two. Um, under? <sighs> under? Seven and, Seven a, half? and a half? Under? That's I hard. Like, I like Gilbert a lot. I, I like do too. So Seattle and under not horrible. Uh, do we say goodbye sports grid now, Farah? before we, no, or do we, do we started a couple minutes late? I think. Uh, yeah, we're, we're good on time here. Uh, yeah, you can say bye. Okay. That's, that's what I thought. Cause we started it too past. So we, we, we started early oh, than normal. Oh, that's so right. That. Okay. Sports grid. Thank you very much. We'll be back tomorrow following the Pat McAfee show 11 PM. Pacific time every Monday through Friday on SportsGrid TV, SportsGrid.com. For you guys on Twitter and YouTube, stick around. More to come here with BVB. All right, time now for the Omaha Steaks searing hot take of the day. Which, by the way, a lot of people tweeted out their pictures of the stuff. We got to meet here, too. Um, I didn't even see where it went. Grandma and Jessica have took the... First, they're like, what is this big white thing in front of the door? <laughs> and I'm like, it's meat. Cooler. Yeah. I'm like, it's meat. I'm like, well, well, why is it on the, it was 110 or 111 outside when the time somebody recovered yep. it, okay. knew it was out there. Open it up and dry ice, all this mm. stuff. Everything's fine. Perfect. Everything's fine. Yep. They put it in the freezers. We got it all taken care of. So I, I don't know what, some stew was made yesterday. I'm assuming it was with some of the meat. Whoa. I didn't even ask. So there you go. Go get the meat. You guys can go get it. OmahaSteaks.com. Promo code BVB. This is a big deal to us, guys, as this is how you guys can say thank you for the show. If you're a part of the yes. brigade, you appreciate what we're doing. BVB, go ahead, jump on in, use that promo code, and you guys will get a ton of food. The all-American assortment package, which is really, really great. Or you go build your own menu, which is really cool. It's a hundred. And fifty, $124, 54% off on the All-American package. And you get 12 Omaha steak burgers for free using that promo code BVB. All right. right. You, do you know who CM Punk is? Uh, I do. CM Punk is a wrestler, was in the UFC for a, a cup of coffee. That's yes. Yes. He doesn't like your team. Who does? He Nobody, my team... Is like some of your teams in hockey. My my hockey team is like some of your teams up in Boston and stuff. So there was a reporter covering the AEW event with a Pittsburgh Penguins hat. Yep. Who asked him a question. Yep. <laughs> and he went on a tirade. Yes, he did. <laughs> he said, named everybody. Hey, we're off sports grid, so I can say this, but right. said, fuck Sidney Crosby, fuck Malkin, fuck Ron Francis, fuck the Pittsburgh Penguins. What does Ron Francis have to do with anything? He went way back. I mean, Francis this was like only a Penguin for like not he's long. He's mad about the 1992 team. He's he mad be. about the Blackhawks in the cup finals against the Pittsburgh Penguins in 1992. Yeah, he should be. You know why? Because the Penguins kicked their ass, swept them four games to none. Ooh. I was at the first two games of that Stanley oh, Cup. Very nice. I was there. I went to practice in between. I wanted to ask JR. If he thought that, you know, the Blackhawks would actually win a game in a series. But I was a young kid. I was still an intern. So I didn't, I could get personal. 
Right. But you know what? CM Punk. You can come on the show. We can discuss the Penguins if you'd like, sir. Oh. I don't mind it because, I mean, the Penguins have won Stanley Cup since. So have the Blackhawks, though. Yep, two. Um, but, I mean, let's be honest. That If we could go back and maybe try to find the numbers, the Penguins were favored to win that series, and they were pretty big favorites going in. They had they had the better team. Not It wasn't like the Blackhawks didn't have a good team. But he went up Ron Francis. Ron Francis didn't do anything. <laughs> I mean, he should have said, fuck Mario Lemieux. That's fine. Did, I think he did say that. Fuck Mar- Did he say Yager? Everybody wanted to say fuck Yager back in the day. Um, yeah, he just he just went on a rant about the 92 team. Yeah, he so. picked all his guys and teams, and Barrasso <laughs> was like, you know, a mass guy who, by the way, was very cocky. Barrasso was a mother. Like even a Pittsburgh media didn't really like yeah, Barrasso. He, he first said, he said, first he said, fuck Sidney Crosby. He said, fuck Malkin. And he said, you know what? Yeah. He said, he goes, fuck Ron Francis. How about that? <laughs> that's that's like, I mean, that's like calling like Carl Yastrzemski. Fuck Carl Yastrzemski. <laughs> right. You know, like it's yes. Like he didn't do anything to anybody. <laughs> it's true. He's a good guy. That's yeah, really funny. I, I saw that. I so. I love it because you send me the rundown and I open it up and I start looking and I'm like, what did this guy say about the penguins? So then you you actually provide the yeah. link, which you should see it on TV if you're watching the show. It's right there. <laughs> Go watch it. Cause I laughed out loud. I was like, Ron Francis. He's like, What are you doing, dude? He's like, What are you doing? He's like, yeah. <laughs> looking at the reporter, like, what are you doing wearing that in front of me? I love it. <laughs> don't know. don't wear a penguins hat in this fake sport press conference. <laughs> like, don't do that. Don't wear a real sport in this fake sport. Don't do that to me. <laughs> it's like, what the? But I mean, that would, about, be like, that would be like, if you were the wrestler and coming at you, like, like this week, you know, in, uh, and like, and like this hat, like a dolphin's hat, you know, no, it's a real sport. I was playing a fake sport. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But I mean, I want to pick the opponents. Yeah, it's fine. Gear. You know, it's he yeah, just it he came fun. at the guy pretty hard. Yeah, I love it. As Dave said, go buy the meat. BVB promo code <laughs> omahasteaks.com. Go buy, go buy the meat for us. And then send us a picture when it arrives. So send us a oh. picture and, and and let us know. Uh okay. Props.com story of the day. Another two-leg money line parlay. A court, one of these bets, I picked it because one of these bets actually goes in line with what I'm thinking as well. Okay. First leg, Cardinals over four and a half runs, team total. Cardinals against the Nationals. Okay. Paulo Espino. Okay. Pitching. Yes. Great guy out of the bullpen. Starting pitching, not so great. ERA over five. Washington's bullpen is garbage. Cardinals to get over five, four and a half runs. I like Brewers second leg against the Rockies on the road over four and a half runs. This is jacked at minus two twenty five. Best hitting venue in baseball, like we know. Chad Cool to the mound with an ERA of eight point nine two in his previous Ooh. eight starts. How do you feel about team total Brewers over team total Cardinals over two leg parlay for plus one sixty? Man, oh man, I like the Cardinals one a lot. Mm-hmm. Are you worried about 
the Brewers won. This team is struggling. I mean, it's against cool and it's in Colorado, but what if what is the number? Four and a four half. half. Mm-hmm. Got to get five. What if we get four and lose by the hook? Possible. Dwight's plus 160. Right? That's not bad. You know, man. This phone just doesn't stop right now. Sorry about that. <laughs> Trying to keep it here, to keep an eye on the chat. And then I got the kid downstairs. She's She, she multitasks like you, Kendall. She's watching the dog, which I'll get to is Ooh. the best part about today. Okay. Um, and she's watching a screen. She's listening to us. And she's probably playing some sort of game right now. That's like you with email up, the chat, one, two, three, show. four, five, six, seven, eight, nine screens at one, one, two, three on the other, email up as well. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> All up in the board. So it is. Uh bet preps. Prop bet of the day is not a prop bet because it's a football play this week. Okay. Jenna Garcia is going to have it for you guys. It's a Thursday night football play that bet prep has identified at bet props on Instagram and TikTok. When that comes out, we'll post the video in the discord channel and you'll get it. We'll talk about it on the show tomorrow Mm. for today. It's actually the Spanish play is the bet prep prop bet of the day. Espanol. We're going with the Spanish play and we're going to jump in with the under for the Rangers and the Astros under seven and a half. The under is seven, two and two in the Rangers games after the last game stayed under their total runs. Seven, two and two over the last 11, seven Mm -hmm. and one Ranger games have gone under when their opponent has scored four or less their last game. Houston scored one run in the last game. The under is seven and two with the Astros in their last nine games. We know this. The Astros have been the, one of the best under teams all year long. Mm-hmm. Seven and one, eight last eight Astro games when the total is less than eight and a half. It's currently seven and a half. And the under is seven and three the last 10 times Texas has played at Houston. How do you feel about Rangers Astros under? Otto on the hill scares me on this. <sighs> this is crazy because. Um, we were talking and briefly this morning and then uh, FanDuel TV was on huh? uh, with Up and Adams. Huh? This was the play on uh, Up and Adam. From K? Or somebody on with K? Somebody on with K. Oh. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. That's the first time I had. So you saying it to me is like highly ironic because we were on <laughs> after them. And somebody else got this play. Good to so, know. Um, yeah, I was just just curious how that happened. Um, <laughs> it's interesting. Um, do I like to play? Let's see. Otto Valdez. Um, hmm. How many runs is Texas going to score against them? Two? Five? Against two, Trevor? Two? Three max. Yeah, Framber's been good. Um, yeah, I would lean under, but I mean, apparently a lot of people are on it. it makes me nervous. I'd be a, one of those ones that sit and book all day and go, "Yeah, this one's going to end seven to five and fly, <laughs> fly over." over. Yeah. 
All right, time now for Better to Book It, being brought to you by Caesar Sportsbooks. JTP15 is the promo code for you guys to jump on in with that if you would like. JTP15, Guardians, run line. Minus one line against the Royals. Run line. Bieber against Bieber Day. I like Bieber Day. Do you know how long you have to go back to when Bieber wins? No, he hasn't won all these games, but Bieber, every time he wins, he has covered the run line dating back to June, mid-June. How many times is that? Like nine. It's ridiculous. It's a, it's a long Every time run. he wins, nine times. When he wins, he goes over. He's lost a bunch. He's lost a bunch of starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when he loses, when a team loses well, so, with him starting. So we're Bieber, saying, win, we're saying we don't have to win. worry about the Guardians winning by one. Right. I don't think it happens. If they win, they cover this. Bam. Guardians are a game up on the Twins, two games up on the White Sox. They beat the Royals 6-5 yesterday, snapping a horrific five-game losing streak in 6-7. Yes. It has led everybody back into this race for the American League Central. He's lost his last three starts, 2-0, 3-2, Bubik and the Royals, exactly what the Guardians offense needs. They need to get healthy against this team. You're right. Um, last time, the last time the run line did not hit in a Bieber start where the team won was the six was the 14th of June. Four, three win over Colorado in 10. He minutes. hasn't missed no time. I mean, he's, he's, yeah. it's not like those are all starts since then, since then five, three, five, three, four, one, four, one, seven, four, five, two, seven, two games. They have won. Wow. With Bieber over the run line when they win run line. Sold. Bet it. I think, I, I mean, if you're going to bet the Guardians, accept the fact that they're either going to win and cover the run lose. line or lose <laughs> the game. Like, I, I, the danger of laying the run line is when you're worried about winning by one. Yeah. You've, you've eased my, my mind with that. So, yes, bet it. Okay. Bet number two Cardinals run line against the Nationals. Minus 120. Seven and a half total. Espino. Can't the starter. He's been bad. I think bet it. I think bet it. 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 <laughs> well, you like both my baseball plays. Mark that down. <laughs> uh, you've That's... taken some time off and <laughs> good teams against shit bad teams. Team. And yeah, we got, I mean, Quintana's been pretty good. Yeah. That's the one I'm more worried about. I like the Beaver play a lot. I think the Cardinals score a lot. I think I like over five, six runs, right? Five, six runs for the Cardinals. So I think the Cardinals, and then I, I think that, you know, they won six, they lost six, nothing yesterday. <clears throat> They're two and two against the nationals this year. It's amazing, but they've won on both games. They've won against the nationals. They've covered the run line. I hope Albert hits a home run tonight and keeps hitting oh, home yeah. runs to get 700. Quintana has gone since being traded. He is five and one straight up. Four and two on the run line. You know what team he was on before the Cardinals? The Pittsburgh Pirates. Why do we keep giving well. away pitchers? <laughs> We're good. I don't know. It's <laughs> a good question. It's just kind of like it's it's I gotta talk to Travis and it's really getting aggravating. Every time pitcher goes somewhere else off the pirates, he does really good. Yep. <sighs> yeah. Favorite thing it. about today is what? 
Well, one, I just found out that no one is home watching the dog um, because they're out at the doctor's. My oh, okay. kid, Kendall, uh, is a.k.a. BVB producer in training. She has since changed her thing to that in the oh, chat. Very nice. She's unbelievable. So great. Um, but yesterday, the dog, Charlie, puppy can sig here at the house, a bundle of joy, Charlie Joy, um, got fixed. Whatever that means for a male, that means snipped. For a woman, that means Neutered. auto parts taken out. Whatever it is, stuff removed. So is Charlie a female or a boy? Charlie's a female. Charlie oh, with okay. an eye. Yes. Okay. Listen, it's an ocean of estrogen over here, and I tried to get some more male testosterone. They got the dog while I was in L.A. I had nothing to do with it. They got another girl. So we're swimming in it. But she got fixed yesterday, and I'm learning a lot about what that means for an animal. She's walking around with this ridiculous cone around her head, and I was told this has to stay on her head for two weeks. Unbelievable. And I thought, how lucky are we? Like, as, like... <laughs> human beings this poor dog like relies on you this relies on me but like her life has completely been altered and she has no idea why other than the rest of her parts are gone mm. she can't even move her head down to lick any part of her body not That's just it, yep she she can barely get her head in the food bowl the right way to eat well, that it doesn't the vet say you can take off when it's feeding time. You can take it off. It's gonna. I didn't him. ask. Okay, you probably can. Yeah. I'm not allowed to be a part of the process right now. Oh, I was right. told leave the dog alone, just come over and pet her. Don't get involved. <laughs> I'm guessing that lasts two days, and then I'll get my instructions on what I'm allowed to do and what I'm not allowed to do. I see. But I thought the best thing about today is how lucky are we that like if we get fixed <laughs> or anything like we're okay in a day or two or a week or whatever it is <laughs> well i mean yeah, anything I mean, too heavy yeah. okay the only have to do too heavy on. you have to go ahead and bag of peas for a while and yeah, what the hell man <laughs> oh <laughs> so that's your favorite thing about today is that we're not dogs my favorite thing yes absolutely <laughs> absolutely we're not dogs i was thinking I, I tried to make a joke last night about the dogs feeling the same way georgia right. tech betters did oh yeah and i get that head turn like seriously bro like stop it's not the same <laughs> you were right but i keep looking at the dog and i i feel bad but i thank god again we're alive we're yeah. humans oh. uh my favorite thing about today is madeline has a teacher named Mr. Lamy. So okay. Madeline went to audition to be in the choir for her school. It's oh, been yeah. a big, important part. She really was excited. Yes. She's taken piano and singing lessons all summer. Had a chance to go ahead and do this. I wasn't there. I don't know what happened. But at the audition, Madeline froze. Couldn't sing. Refused to do it. Mm -hmm. had massive anxiety, huge stage fright, just couldn't do it. Came home, extremely defeated, really, really upset. Right. Mr. Lamy reached out and said, look, I would like to offer Madeline the chance to audition just me and her. And 
It's something that the kids have to learn. Performance in front of other people, singing in front of your peers is much different than singing in front of your teacher or your parents. And so part of the choir is to keep the kids, get them the experience of coming out of their shell and being willing to perform because performance anxiety is a really big thing. I've never Amen. sang in front of anybody. I I would never sing in front of, I can't sing. So like the idea of like doing that in front of my third grade class as everyone auditions for this choir, really tough. Madeline crushed the performance, the audition one-on-one. He wrote us a, li- a, a personalized letter saying, look, you know, here's Madeline. She did really, really well this morning. Practice is Tuesday and Thursday morning at 7.30 in the morning. Welcome. Yes, sir. 7.30 before school. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Sh- Why, is that your favorite thing about today? Because your life is going to be really fucked up on Tuesdays yeah. and Thursdays now trying <laughs> to get them up earlier and get yes. there on time. But it's it was I I think we don't talk enough about the teachers that our kids have and the oh. the educators and what they do and I just Absolutely my favorite thing about dangerous. today is that Madeline has a guy has a teacher who teaches choir at Darrell Red Rock Academy here in Las Vegas who was willing to recognize that a kid had potential really wanted it desperately but wanted it too badly wanted it wanted it too much mm-hmm. and she got herself way too worked up and she went to sing and she freaked out. And then he gave her the chance to go on and, and sing one-on-one and be like, yes, you need to be part of this choir. I want you to be a part of it. Let's help you grow and become a better, you know, a, a, a child who overcomes an obstacle. And that's Absolutely. ultimately what teachers are trying to do. And so I wanted to say thank you to him for doing that because it would have been crushing for Madeline not to be a part of this because she was so looking forward to being a part of her school's choir all year long. And now she get, still gets that chance. So that's the best, that's the best thing ever. I mean, I've gone in and met the teachers, the kids' teachers every single year. They yeah. go in and they're like, you're the only set of parents that came in today. Like people, we take it for granted. They yeah. watch our kids. They shape their early lives. Like it's a huge deal. And that's awesome that she, uh, you know, she's going to have an opportunity to do it again. And, you know, what the well, hell? She made it. Yeah, she did it. She made it. So it was. It oh, was that good. was yesterday. She did, she did the, the Friday audition. Thursday was the audition. Friday was the secondary okay. audition, and then she okay. made it. So now she starts today. Is is when they come back. Oh, the okay. first practice All right. Yes. Yeah, today. So, so she was, but she was beyond like did just you to sing watch. Ever? Did I? No. I can't sing and save my life. I tried in fifth grade. I auditioned for the lead part in a Christmas story. Oh wow. And um, I got up and started singing, and and Mrs. Karras, who has long since passed, but she was she was a tough teacher. She said, "Stop, stop, stop, David, stop. You're not going to sing, but you're going to be the narrator of the whole oh. play. You're going to sit up in front, and basically, you're going to tell the story. You're going to be on the yeah. stage the whole show." And I went home and was crushed. I was like, I wanted to be the lead. Like I wanted to be the guy, whoever, whatever it right. was. Turns out she did me a favor because I cannot <laughs> sing worth a shit. But I love talking and telling stories. It took 51 years to get here, but <laughs> now we're talking every day. So this yep. is like, you don't know what something like that impact could have on Madeline's life. 100%. Without a doubt. I mean, just the, just the way I had to talk her through 
you know, I, I was like, it did the whole thing of like, here's a trick. I was like, imagine everybody in their underwear. And she thought that was the funniest thing in the world. She was right. like, what? she's like, what do you mean? I go, just go up there. Just imagine everybody's in their underwear. And this, she's like, really? I was like, yeah. I was like, you'll just start laughing and it would take the edge off. Or I was like, the other trick is just, you look at the, the exit, you know, you're on stage, look, look, look above them. Just look, just look at the yeah. side and the back. It's fine. I said, find something in the back and fixate on that. And just, that's what you look at. And there's nobody around. You just by yourself. You just, you know, so just giving her different tricks and like, you know, that fun. Like again, like how to try to get them to, you got to find whatever little tricks. There's no book. There's no, No. there's no way to do it. You just figure out it's when it's your own kid, it's even more of a challenge because they don't really want to listen to you. Right. But like, I get this when I'm coaching. I'm sure you get this while you're teaching these kids that are just trying to get nervous about doing a yep. podcast. Hold on. Yep. You're talking to me. Yep. Like, relax. Like well, the light bulb going them, off is the, is that moment though. When, it, when, when you see it, like whatever that trick is, like when Madeline started laughing about like her, like imagining knew. people in their underwear, I knew it. I was like, okay, we're good. I was like, I was like, I was like we, we got it. Like you just got to get them to get out of their own head and have some emotional right. like release of like laughter or smile or like just yes. take that that uncomfortable edge off to be yes. able to understand that like, Hey, what's the worst thing that can happen? Like somebody says, no, like, <laughs> are you going to, it's anything going to change in your life? If you're not doing choir, no, it's, you know, we'll do it next year or we'll do it the year after or, or whatever. Like it's, don't put or that we'll pressure on something yourself. else. Right. Or you're, like, you'll yeah, audition for something just, else. Like, yeah. Like, but, but Julia's doing it and like, Oh, of course, the pressure's on to do it now. But like we did it the same way we did it third, fourth, fifth grade. Then we got to middle school and they stopped doing it. It just wasn't. I I don't, I mean, she might do it. I don't know. She really likes, it's the thing that Maddie and I have the most connection to is she watches sports with me. She doesn't really like it. She loves music. And so in the car, like. Right. She and I go through my catalog. So she listens to, yeah, she listens to my music. And so she knows and like. She'll bring up different things to different parents, and they're like, "How the heck do you know who that is?" It's the best. Oh, my dad! I listen to it, and they're like, "Oh," and I and I'll admit, I tend to be a little bit liberal on the lyrics, and you know, maybe I'm not supposed to be having my kid listen to certain songs, but whatever. <laughs> like it's music, so went out the window years ago for me. Yeah, they so, listen to everything. Yeah, and they it's, it's everything. I wish we could teach our kids more through music. She can't swear unless the song has a swear. So she absolutely loves, and she will say, I mean, <laughs> when, 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 when all too well comes on and like Taylor Swift swears in that song, she like, like over exempt, she over emphasizes, like yes. she just, when she just says, fuck the patriarchy, she just like, she gets into it. And I'm just like, Madeline, like, she, she has like the biggest smile on her face. And she loves that line. And she loves anytime she can swear in a song. Because normally what I used to do is I used to like drop them. I would drop it down yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. back up. And she eventually was like, dad, you know that I know the song lyric, right? Like, what's the point? Like, I know it's being said. So I'm going to sing it anyway. So if you just leave it up. And I was like, all right, fine. I'll, I'll stop doing that. Because you know the lyric and you know, you know where the song comes in when the curse oh. word gets dropped. So I try to leave, you know, I still say to her, like, you can't say the F word. Like, you just can't say the Ever outside of this car. That's it. it. Ever. And so she started saying friggin' the other day. And I was like, we're going to have a conversation right now. It's like, it's the same darn word. Okay. It's like coming out of the mouth of an eight-year-old. Just, it's the same. It's the same word. Okay. You can't say that word at all. She's like, but it's not the same word. I'm like, no, it's not the same word, but everyone knows what you want to say. So you can't say it. 
And then she asked me, what does the word mean? Oh. And, she, and she was like, you know, running is running. What does the F word mean? And I was like, we're not having this conversation. Gotta go. Gotta go. <laughs> like, Gotta go. Not talking. I was like, you're eight. Oh, like one day we'll talk about this, Madeline. But until then, it's just a curse word. And that's all that it is. That's all it is right now. Don't say it. And don't <sighs> talk. We're not talking so about it right now. Guys, we're back tomorrow. Do us a favor. Subscribe to the podcast if you have not hit subscribe yet. It is going to be a fun football season. we got a big Wednesday show coming tomorrow. Good guest tomorrow. Good, interesting conversation happening tomorrow. Tomorrow's show, you're going to want to listen to it for sure. We're back at 1 p.m. live afters with the podcast Eastern Time. He's Dave. I'm Matt. BVB. Back tomorrow.